And we're live. This is the WWE Raw Wrap-Up. I'm Mike Sorgat. Sorgatron on the Twitter is ready to talk Monday Night Raw. That, that's, that's I think, what we do here. Uh, with me on the line, I'm in Pittsburgh, PA. From Poughkeepsie, New York, is Mad Mike. At Mad Mike4883 on the Twitters. Oh, man, Sorg, a 50-year-old with a bat is going to mess things up right now. <laughs> hey, that's all right. We had a nice little schmoz at the end there, of course. Uh, before we get into that, I want to, of course, you can check this and all kinds of other shows out at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. we got all kinds of stuff, including this, the Midweek Wars. I'm sorry, the Midweek Wars, as he likes to do. And um, and so many other shows. Um, I'm doing my 30 Days of WrestleMania, trying to get all those in here before we head to WrestleMania and so much more. Um, so with that, let's get into the night. Uh, oh, and also, please plug our friends, uh, a whole bunch of other sites over at SorgatronMedia.com and a whole bunch of new shows at PittsburghWrestling.com. Some classic ones from the International Wrestling Cartel. CM Punk's in there, AJ Styles, uh, Matt Hardy, all kinds of fun stuff from like 2003 to like 2011, Mike. Uh, so I definitely recommend that with some people. So tonight, we had, like I said, we had a little bit of a schmoz at the end there uh, with Sting, the Authority. I, you know, it, I thought it was kind of clever when they did this thing where uh, with uh, Randy Orton and every guy, everybody got kind of peeled away and he got alone with it. I mean, it was just far too obvious to me tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because it was exactly what happened last week, only it was you could kind of tell it was predetermined. Right, right. And, and as much as you can with wrestling. But I mean, I mean the reveal could have been done a little bit better, like if they were already surrounding the ring as opposed to Oh look, we're we're surrounding you from one end, and we're going to walk really slowly to the ring. Right, because you can never go anywhere. Don't try to leave through the crowd. Leave through the crowd or anything. You're obviously stuck in there by those ring ropes and barricade. Um, but no, I, I thought it was a nice uh, surprise of Sting. Everything Sting has been very telegraphed. Has been kind of unfortunate with that. Um, but no, I think it was good. I think they needed something like this and some interaction and Sting going at it on Raw because that has not happened yet. Uh, we got it a little bit, of course, at the last pay-per-view, uh, but that's it. That's really it. And I think they really needed that to kind of sell, uh, drive that home, and we'll see what they do next week with that. Um, uh, shifting gears, of course, uh, well, let's go into a little bit of mid-card. We'll pop back up to one, another one of the main events in a moment. But the Intercontinental title, uh, uh, six-man, uh, the lead-in to that ladder match has been, I think, the finest stuff that we've had and the most entertaining Entertaining and great match generating stuff we've had consistently um, leading into this entire WrestleMania. I, I think WWE has finally figured out a way to make the mid-card title seem important. It's to make sure that we don't care about who's going to be WWE champion. <laughs> well, that's one way to do it, I guess. But it worked for WCW. <laughs> it did work for... I guess it did work for WCW. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I, Cruiserweights. Tuned in for the Cruiserweights, for sure. This is what I'm saying. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. It's really looking like that's going to be the show stealer of the night, is that ladder match. I mean, there are no duds in this match. Uh, well, R-Truth. Yeah, but R-Truth as a dud in this ladder match versus what we've had in Money in the Bank. We don't have a Kane or Mark Henry in this match like we've had in the past. I, I like when there's a big guy in a ladder match. I honestly like when they do that because... It gave us the Big Show ladder. That's true. We did get the Big Show ladder. I mean, I mean, I would only be happy if we got some Hornswoggle action in this and make it a WLC combination. But no, no, we're not going to get that. 
Um, bring it back well, around. We are getting an interspecies tag match on SmackDown. Jeez, so. uh, we'll just leave that word. It. Well, okay, we'll, we'll go on that. Mal Matadors are our Los Matadors. I'm sorry, uh, Tito Santana. Um, our heels, and I said like the only thing that really kind of drive home that their heels should be that they start abusing the bull, and they're wearing red. And they're wearing red now. And uh, red for Rudos. I yeah yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, but that that'll be fun. I I think that I think everybody's going to deliver. I uh, say what you will about the Usos and everybody, but the Usos when paired up with uh, uh, some other great teams, and I think they have that with the Matadors um, and, and uh, Cesaro and Kid. They pull out some great stuff, and, and I I do I like I want Co- I want New Day to be amazing because individually all these guys have been amazing, um, but I just have not seen it. You know, it just it just doesn't feel. I don't get the feels, man. Well, sword. You know, one of the Usos is injured now, right? That I was not aware of. Possibly out of WrestleMania, I'm guessing. Oh wow! So do they have any prospects for what they might do with that, or, or just like think a three-way, it, perhaps? I think it's just gonna be a three-way, unless they like, because they could throw in the Ascension. Uh, the Ascension was not in the Andre the Giant Memorial promo thing. But they could they could really still throw anybody else in that. Oh and yeah, they, I mean they, they could they could throw in the new tag team of Bo Breeze. Yeah, I'm loving that news that came out over the weekend. I would love that if that was Tyler the Tyler Breeze and Bo Dallas apparently teaming up on the uh, house show circuit. That's uh that's a uh, that's cool. I'd like to see that. All right. Um, but I don't know. Back up to the main event. We had a discussion. Man, it's getting so negative in the hangout. I'm sorry. It, it's so rough. It's it's killing my buzz on Monday nights. Uh, guys, guys, here's here's what you everyone listening to this. As soon as you finish listening, tweet at Eamon to please and tell him a reason you like WWE. A, just to mess with him. Two, to tell him that there are a lot of people who like some things that WWE is doing. Because he he needs the encouragement. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's uh, you know some people. I mean. I, I, I this is a whole other discussion, and maybe I'll have this on the indie show because uh, I think it kind of takes off of the discussion I have with Pedro. Uh, we pre-recorded something for the Indie Mayhem show uh, this week, um, but you know, if you're watching this, I'm hoping you're not here just to rail get rail against you know what's going on on Monday Night Raw. I mean, we watch wrestling, we watch a ton of other stuff, Mike. Uh, you, you know, we between us, we watch like everything else and indies and, and involved in that in whatever ways. Um, but Raw is still you know, the top of it, regardless of what you think of it, oh, this isn't for me. No, it's not for you. That's the other thing to remember. Raw is not for you. And we, frankly, overanalyze the crap out of this stuff when when Mike and I and the other guys get together with this I was stuff. talking about Roman Reigns' new shirt, for Christ's sake. I mean... <laughs> That's true. That's true, which is pretty interesting. But even that, we were looking at that, we're um, you know, kind of analyzing, like, that was perfect. He said a thing, it wasn't 15 minutes, he's not trying to do the giant diatribe, he's not the guy that's going to do that, right? And hopefully they, they're a little smarter about the writing, and, they, and if, he, if he becomes champion, he's not sitting there for 15 minutes at the beginning of Raw, flubbing over his lines. This was the best promo he's cut tonight. It was. It was. It was to the point. He says, "I'm going to kick some ass in this," and I, and I think more and more um, these promos are becoming a little more from the heart too. Mm, I, I have a feeling Paul Heyman had a hand in this one. I could be too. Because, he's coaching Hey, because it was his segment. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So he's like, "I'm not going to let you make, make me look bad by you looking bad." So right. this is going to happen. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I saw um, on Uproxx, they had, how do you fix Roman Reigns? And I had one very simple answer for this. Have Paul Heyman write his promos. If you want to script them, fine, script them. But have someone who knows what the hell they're doing script them. And I think somebody like Heyman knows you don't necessarily write for him. You don't necessarily script for him. You kind of more guide them. Um, I mean, the old ECW adage, let's hide the flaws and accentuate the, the positives. The positives. Like, there's a lot of positives with Roman Reigns. I'm sorry. Oh, there are... It made me believe Mikey Whipwreck was a credible world title contender. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The and... man did not have an offensive move and still was in a world championship match. That's impressive. He did not have an offensive move, Sorg. Somehow. Somehow. Anyways, um, <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, oh, Divas had a uh, tremendous match, tremendous, a lot of time to it. Uh, good, good. Mm-hmm. Keep it up, you know. I'm hoping. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm just now, a little bummed that the Divas title isn't online at WrestleMania. True, but they're still being featured, right? And it's not like I it's think a cat you can fight. change it though. It's not like, and it's not like like. I, I, you know, they had that, um, what they did, they, was it last year they had that where they had her against everybody in, like, a yeah, it was AJ scramble versus. match, you know, or whatever? I, I, that's, that's BS. You don't focus on oh, anybody. Oh, no, 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 Sorg. That match last year at WrestleMania was one of my favorites. Because there was, a lo- there was a lot of little things that happened in that match. If you watch it back again... There were a lot of little things that happened there. like, And plus, the whole idea was that AJ kept... She was on her CM Punk title reign. She was saying she was better than the rest of the division, and the person she had pissed off the most was Vicky Guerrero. So Vicky made AJ versus the entire roster. It made sense, storyline-wise. Yeah, but... It made I mean, absolute it, sense, storyline It just wise. didn't, you know, I think work out to a great match. You know, that could have been, you know. I, think, like I don't think you're remembering it correctly. Well, I'm going to get to it sooner or later here. So, I like that a lot because it, the the finish even had Paige making Naomi tap out. Like, not making her tap out with a submission move, like actually forcing her hand to tap out. So it was, it was great because it even had like a heel-type finish. And plus, they had the unenviable task of going on right after The Undertaker just lost the streak. Yeah, nobody so wins it in that get, it gets a It gets a bad rap. I thought that match was really good last year. Well, on that point, let us know what you thought of Monday Night Raw. Please let us know at Mayhem Show on the Twitter or comments on this video, wherever you may be finding it. Um, and, yeah, please uh, uh, let us know what's going on. Uh, please join us live.wrestling. Live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com, 9 p.m. Eastern time to join us live in the chat room. But we're going all night long at live.sorgatronmedia.com from about 5.30 until about midnight, talking pro wrestling, talking tech, talking video games, talking movies, all kinds of stuff going on at sorgatronmedia.com. Um, and check out all of our friends in boldpittsburgh.com, for instance. We've got a lot of great stuff going on there. And uh, we'll be talking with them, working with them here in the next few weeks. Um, and so much more at Mad Mike483. He joins me on the Rambling Movie Minute that we'll be filming again tomorrow around uh, around 5.30 p.m. Eastern time, um, which you can get to at I can't remember the dot com off the top of my head because I haven't learned it yet. Um, I think that Rambling... At, that, 
ramblingreview.com I think still gets there. I think he fixed that. Yes, and you can also find us at Rambling Movies on Twitter. Yes, Rambling Movies on Twitter, and um, there's a great Rambling Movie Minute group, just like the Wrestling Man Show Facebook group. Uh, a lot of good discussion going on all those places, so look for any of that stuff. Just look search on media everywhere, and you'll find it. And also, don't forget to listen to our boy DJ Lunchbox's podcast, Panel Riot, where Sorg is a guest on this week's show, and I will be the guest on this upcoming week's show. That's right. I give my very candid thoughts on Spider-Man 3. And, you know, I'm not, as you guys have pointed out uh, time and time again in the Hangouts, that I just kind of like a lot of things. Um, Spider-Man 3 is not one of those things. And uh, I was very, very over on it. Yet, you did Blade Trinity, which I loved. Yeah, see, Sorg doesn't like a movie that I can tolerate, and I hate a movie that Sorg loves. So it's a fun dichotomy to listen to. I don't even remember what I said. I'm also I'm also okay with the Ben Affleck uh, Daredevil. Oh, we're both on, we're we're on the same page on that one. Hey, hey. Ben Affleck. hundred percent more Coolio. That's hey, all yeah. I'm saying. I hope for that for the Netflix. I mean, if there's one little cameo by like, Coolio, oh my God. I'm just down with that. Coolio's in that show. I'm marking out. Lose my mind. I was so excited when um uh. Monument Valley popped up in House of Cards. Anyways, that's a whole other show. I think we just went into three other podcasts here. But we'll see you guys next time.